I'm Jacques L'Amour, and before we dive into today's episode, I have something really, really embarrassing to share. So, just a full disclosure on this episode with the Methadones. When we recorded this episode in Chicago in the basement of Reggie's, I made a boo-boo, and I didn't realize it until I sat down to edit this episode One of the mics apparently was not turned on. Not sure how that happened. I'm still trying to go through it in my head. Was it a switch? Was the fader not up? What exactly was it? And I can't figure it out. But regardless, one mic was off during this conversation, which means we don't actually hear from Simon or Mike from the methadones on this episode. I feel like such a jackass, and I am so, so sorry, because Simon and Mike were such nice guys. Of course, all the guys in methadones are nice, but I felt particularly bad uh, for Simon and Mike. So I just want you to know that if you guys are listening, Simon or Mike, it was nothing personal. I just screwed up, and I'm so sorry about that. So just to give you a heads up on that, before we get into our episode with the methadones today. Gotta make sure that doesn't happen again. Now we're only human, right? So everyone is uh, on the couches. We're in the basement of Reggie's in Chicago. I've got Connie's Pizza over here, requested cheese. So that's yeah. what that's what we got. And but I heard Dan, yeah, you're not going to be partaking today, right? Hell no. <laughs> Talk into your microphone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Hell no. No, I'm on a keto diet, man. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, see, zero carbs in this thing. Okay. I'm going to pick up the cheese, and I'm going to have a good time. There you go. Yeah. Hey, that's the best part anyway, yeah. is the cheese, honestly, yeah. at least in in my opinion. All right. So let's go around and just introduce everyone so we know who sounds like who. Uh, we'll start uh, with I, you, Dan. I'm Dan. I sing and I play guitar. That's it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Some short and to the point. Yeah, that's right. I'm Pete. I play bass. Yeah, that's pretty much it too. Okay. I, I think we got I a trend. We stuff. have a trend going on. I do. Okay. The, I do the. I do the dumb shit. That's what bass players are for, though, right? You know, you gotta have that. Guy. So, there, you always need that one guy. Someone, someone's, someone's got to do it. All right. 
All right. Nice to meet all of you guys. Yeah. It's a uh, yeah. first time sitting down Ooh. and uh, methadones and pizza and Connie's pizza. Connie's pizza. Um, so <laughs> it's a Chicago yeah, staple. Simon, you can you can start with it, man. Yeah, it's a South Side staple. See, I grew is. up on the North Side of the city. We don't have Connie's pizza. Okay. Or we didn't. They might now, but so we didn't have. Would, so would North side. side be more like? What is the chain of the North Side? Hmm, chains. Would it of be? Of course, we had like Giordano's and stuff. <laughs> Lumanati. I was gonna no, say it was Lumanati's it... like a downtown thing. Yeah, um, but they're 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 beyond downtown though. They are they're, now like they're in everywhere. suburbs and that. But I grew yeah. up in the city on the north side, and we didn't have there weren't really any pizza chains. Giordano's was probably the only one that I can think of. There's this really good on one though side. called Domino's. You ever heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> Let me try but they got a, like a competitor called Little Caesars. <laughs> Man, they really give them a money a run for their money. You're you're on a keto diet, so That's for right. those that aren't familiar, keto diet is pretty much zero carbs, That's right? Right, no and, carbs, but but fat is okay, yeah, right? Fat is welcomed. Okay, yeah. So when before the keto diet, uh-huh. are you are you a bigger fan of Little Caesars? Or Domino's. Oh, no, man, I'm talking out of my ass. I think that's uh, I think Little Caesars is awful. Uh, yeah. The people that love Domino's, yeah. and I'll probably, if we ever get a, a sponsorship with Domino's, it'll never happen because I never saw the appeal to it. I don't know. Right, right, right. Yeah. What I don't like, you know what it is? It's 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 like you, you say you played a show and like you've, you you drank a lot and it's like three in the morning and you have some Domino's pizza. And then you go to bed and you wake up feeling horrible, but at least you had something to eat before you went to bed. That's kind of what I make out of Domino's. And any any other situation, Domino's doesn't need to Yeah, exist. you wouldn't. Otherwise, you wouldn't even eat it. And yeah, it, otherwise, you wouldn't eat it. Same with Little Caesars. My kids like Little Caesars. They though. do. They Mine love too. Little Caesars. Mine too. But there's, there's something about Domino's and their, I guess it's some type of garlic spice they have in it. And it just gives a, it's just like a bad aftertaste in my mouth and i feel like even if i brush my teeth i just can't be rid of it and there's it's just i don't know there's something about that just with it <laughs> i've had dante several times that's good stuff They're really good it's Pequods for me you know i've been there I have not been to Pequod's yet. Dish, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's I've heard great. nothing but good things about yeah. Pequod's. Pequod's is Pequod's awesome. And I know Pequod's there is awesome. a Pequod's nearby Reggie's here, I think, too, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Um, it's not that it's close. Known, it's at that Clybourne close, and uh, yeah, Webster, Clyburn. so it's oh, a couple right, miles right. away. A little bit. It's yeah. kind of like a little west of Lincoln Park. Okay. Kind of between like a, Lincoln Park and Bucktown. Yeah. Well, Thin Crust. Remember Marie's? Marie's Pizza I like quite a bit. Where's that? It's It's up in... Kind of like where I used to live. By where like, you, yeah, yeah okay. off like Lawrence Avenue. So like thin crust, but just good, great. Been around for like sixty years or something like that. And oh. are you more? You're more on the thin crust than the the thick crust, right? I mean, um, I feel I like mean, we as Chicago always yeah. get, oh, it's deep dish, and it's like, right. well, actually, right. We like I'm all about the stuffed. You, you Not like deep the stuff. There's a difference. The, the, here. There is a difference. There's yes. a difference between deep dish yes. and stuffed. Yeah. I love a good Giordano's stuffed spinach mushroom. That's my favorite. I love that. But that's like, that's. I think like you get into like, like these pizza wars those, get kind of kind of ridiculous to me. Like, <laughs> who's better, Chicago or New York? New York. Yes. And it's like, 
people say, oh, it's not even pizza, that deep dish. What do, I, call what you want to call it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, just like it's good. Like call it pizza, call it like a something else. No, you it know, is like, ridiculous. It's like it, the word doesn't matter to me as much. It's more as, like a pie. Yeah, maybe you want to call it a pie or whatever yeah, you want to call most, it. Man. Most most yeah. New York, you know? yeah, most New Yorkers that I've met are that's what they call it. They call it like you're like that's like eating a or no, they don't call it a pie. They call it a casserole. Mm-hmm. A casserole. They, they call it a casserole. Is that's what they call like stuffed pizza or or deep dish pizza. Uh, that's what you casserole. have on Thanksgiving, man. Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> that's what I say, man. Green bean, uh, green bean casserole. Yeah, there's a green, you know. Grandma rolls out the green bean casserole. No, thank you. Know? you. I've never been a fan. Uh-uh. uh-uh. What you guys don't know is that St. Louis has a pizza, too, with Provel cheese on it. Provel cheese. I don't you even know what, what that see, is. See, I, I, I kind of like so Provel cheese. That's, I've never, it, it's, a, it's like a... I, no, it's not mayonnaise, you <laughs> I don't asshole. know what it is. I seriously don't know what that mayonnaise. is. Mayonnaise. You don't know no, what it is. No, it I mean, it obviously sounds similar to provolone, but the name does. I don't know if that means the cheese necessarily tastes yeah. like provolone. Well, it's, in, it's like a cracker crust. It's real super thin. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like that. Where, where's, right, because Dan, you're you're in the St. Louis area. Yeah, I'm like down, like. Southern Illinois, yeah. About 45-minute drive from St. Louis. I'm interested in this cheese, though, that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, On this. Yeah. And it's uh, it's it's a St. Louis thing? or yeah, is it it's a just... St. Louis thing. It's like, a, I want to say it's a mix of cheeses, but I don't want to get this wrong on uh, mm-hmm. your, your, your show here. <laughs> so, I, um, it is good. It's like kind of smoky, and it's kind of the, the sauce is real sweet. And Do you it, like it? It's got a real, like, crisp like crust and it's kind of all kind of balances out together it's good so with the methadones i was just thinking about this on the way here is there a difference between melodic punk and pop punk or are Uh, they the same thing uh i don't know like (laughs) maybe not anymore who who wants to answer this should i answer this yeah we all can answer this because there is a fine line yeah pete like back like when you know we were growing up like they we would call it the punk with melody. You remember that? Well, see, descendants. Yeah, like, like, like I wouldn't call Naked Rake on pop punk, but they're but, very melodic. But they're melodic, right? right? They're and, very and I, melodic I felt, and hooky. I felt that way about the descendants. I, I felt that way about Naked Rake, and I felt that way definitely with the Ramones. I felt that way with the Jam. I felt that way with a lot of bands. I think there was and a term like, that developed later on, like in the well, eighties, late eighties, maybe. I, I can kind of remember a, a screeching weasel article. And it was right after the album My Brain Hurts, and it says Screeching Weasel is pop punk, and we're like, "What the hell does that mean?" And then I hadn't even heard the term before. I have actually have the 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 clip, the newspaper clip, uh, like in in storage, and I was just looking through it like not too long ago, and and kind of going, "Oh yeah, I remember that." But at the time, we didn't we didn't really. It didn't have a word. I never, had, I never heard that term until like right, know, it, 1990 or something. Something Before maybe that, ni- I never heard that. This term. was about 91, 92 when this happened with this article. Like so, and okay. then and then it just kind of I, I just heard bands being called pop punk after yeah, that. Yeah, after that. But before that, I mean, think about you know, it, like the Buzzcocks and stuff. That's what that I'm was saying. Never called pop punk. I, like, I was that. I mean, if you were gonna like talk, I mean, I kind of think the if you want to 
talk about definition. Maybe the buzzcocks are pop pump. Yeah, pop but then. it wasn't. Sorry, I can't that. talk. <laughs> it's a lot of peas. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of I, I thought pop the undertones were kind yeah, of exactly. uh, the yeah. undertones are pop punk. Then oh. in in that sense, uh, you know, a lot of bands. So, and I don't know. For me, I just was really getting into that. Like, uh, I started listening. I went from metal, then I went to hardcore, and then I went to, and like I heard Ramones and Descendants, and I've always kind of liked hooks. Since I was like a little kid, I just love a good hook. And those bands kind of took the energy and they took the hook and they put them together and they had the attitude, but without, I don't know, like it was just working for me. You know what I mean? So, like, when it was, I kind it was of easy to that, consume, I got more and more into that kind of thing. And then at the time, and you probably remember this, Pete, more, a lot of people in Chicago were really into hardcore at that time. Uh, Oh, yeah. You know me, what I mean? Me. Uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> I was. And, and I, still I was am. too. And I was too. But I've just kind of. You're talking about like the 80s, right? Yeah. I mean, I had, a, hardcore I had was... a preference of, of, of that stuff more than like, say, the hardcore stuff. Yeah. But I started listening to hardcore first. Yeah. But you even know? the hardcore bands had that. typically had a hook in their song. Even a band like Slayer puts a repeating. Yeah. line in there like what yeah you call well, i a think a lot of whatever, bands you know? lost that so, in my opinion i think now yeah i mean i i, would, I, I hate to sound like these kids not like yeah, an old yeah, man yeah. but i do notice that when i sometimes with certain styles of newer music there's no hook in there i'm like like how do you remember that you, you gotta know? you gotta have a hey hook there's there. this band they got the song it's called Oh, I can't hum it to you. <laughs> oh, that's right. I just felt like it was. I a, forgot. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah, and I'm, I'm just, I'm just not into that. I like, like, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where, it, it, and like I said before, the Ramones kind of combined the two things for me. So, and I thought Naked Reagan did too, in a different way, mm-hmm. in a different way. But I, you know, that so that that was that was big. For yeah. Me. And yeah. I just felt like it was important to have this conversation with a band like the Methadones because I think a lot of the younger generation kind of, since they weren't, I don't want to sound like an old man or anything like that, but since they weren't around then, I feel like somewhere along the line, you know, melodic punk became pop punk. Like the terms were just kind of yeah. interchanged. Like yeah. melodic punk was the that was pop punk until the mainstream kind of started they didn't use the term melodic punk they used the term pop punk i kind of consider us kind of a pop punk band yeah but not like kind of different at the same time kind of because of those things that we had just talked about weren't you listening um, so the fuck <laughs> yeah yeah it's <laughs> not i didn't mean to sound like that yeah 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 <laughs> Oh, you want to talk about? The oh, that's cro- funny. I'll talk to you about the Cro-Mags. Well, let's talk about the Cro-Mags. <laughs> one of one of my favorite shows I've ever seen. Well, they were good. I saw them several times. Yeah, I saw them in the eighties. Couple times too. No, that was Green Day. Oh, Gre- yeah, yeah. Green Day Cro-Mags. No, so it, it, what? he said, "Where did you park?" And they used, I used to rave about. I went to see Green Day at the Vic when Dookie first came out. And I parked right out front, like yeah. Right and he talks about it to this day. <laughs> t- it's like thirty years later. 
And, and like he talks about his parking spot that he got right in front of. I the vaguely big remember the show. I was going to say, goddamn, that parking was fucking awesome. <laughs> which is about next, which about next to impossible to get that spot. So I kind of understand <laughs> why well, you understand my insight. How did it's you like right directly in front of the Vic Theater? You're not going to get that parking spot. Like, do you have ever. a picture? No, did you I take a picture? Got, they didn't have cell phones back then. Dude. No, they didn't. Like, but you might have had, time. like, a disposable camera or he something. He got the best parking spot. I bet I did. I did. I got never, the best parking spot. The best. Never to repeat again. It's probably not even a parking uh, yeah. spot anymore. Oh, it's probably not. They probably made it into an yeah. illegal spot. Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How did you? How did you get that parking spot? Dude, did I you am just, the king. You just showed I am up the super king early, of finding did, fucking parking. Did, well, did you like camp out for hours or no, something? Dude, I no. drove up, did, I saw it open, and I parked. Yeah, he like, got. He just got it was lucky. Just luck, dude. I am the king of scamming. You got real lucky scamming a good parking space, man. I grew up my whole life on the north side, so like, oh, that way. I, I know there where. The secret spots are. It Those really were is. in the days when, like, Green Day were just starting to break. Dude, you had just come like, out. They, they hadn't, hadn't blown up yet. They yeah. hadn't, like, really. They were always pretty popular, actually, even before that album. I remember, but, yeah, like, seeing them at McGregor's. Those right. shows were packed. Those shows were packed. But they were starting to go beyond that level and, like, kind of going to, like, around a 1,200, 1,500 capacity kind of venue type of level, you know? And, yeah, so, like, there would be a lot of uh, it was probably sold out, I would imagine. I don't know if it was I, sold out or not. But um, you got to. Yeah. So like he talks about it to this day. I can tell you another really fun fact about, about Pete. Space. You want to hear a really fun I fact? I want to hear. Pete. There's just so much about Pete. Pete I grew like up with Billy the... Corgan ah, like okay. from from the Smash <laughs> yes, and Pumpkins. Yeah. And, he once and I told him no one's ever going to buy a record. From a band called the Smashing Pumpkins. He probably. That's a true story. My exact. And words. you know what? Oops. I think Billy really showed him. What do you think? I, I think he did, and I think you you missed out on a big uh, money making opportunity. Showed you, man. Uh, yeah, like did you make go anywhere with a name like the Smashing Pumpkins? I, think, I also uh, said no one would buy a band uh, record by a band called Screeching Weasel. So, oh yeah, look at that. <laughs> Boy, he's fucking old for two so here. No one's isn't gonna he? buy any of their records. Oops! Shut off his mic. Just uh, you know, like he doesn't need to talk anymore. A, so when you told wrong about everything, when you told Billy Corgan that, were you playing at the time? Were you possibly? Well, you got you, I was you're going the, back. Okay, way, so you're going way, way. Back. I used to sell newspapers uh, on the corner of Lawrence and Austin, and he worked. Was, there was a record store, a used record store there called Record Hunt, and he worked in there. He was the you know the story. Don't I don't know you? the cashier, and he. Uh, I don't you know kidding. that. <laughs> yeah, with my little derby hat. Know that. That's right. It's nineteen thirty-seven. You didn't know he sold newspapers on the extra, corner. Extra, extra. Oh my god. Yeah, no, he sold it's, newspapers. It's nineteen thirty-six. Anyway, yeah. Selling ass. What is like the, the like the you know what do they do like extra they, extra extra. <laughs> with my little derby. He was a guy on the corner like fucking ringing <laughs> that bells was or me. whatever the hell they do. God, you guys are assholes. Anyway, extra. So he worked at the record store i i worked out front selling the newspapers okay. and so he would were... come out and talk to us or we would go in the record store to keep warm when it was cold and we would talk to him and we called him hippie bill and uh because he had long hair and he looked like a hippie he was a really strange dude but remember uh, that record store by the way did, yeah. you, did you ever have a conversation with him after smashing no, pumpkins i never saw him after the band got popular but i remember like we used to go trying to, to avoid his dad, him his At dad lived point, around the corner like from that, me 
that guy? Oh, that redhead. Yeah. His dad lived around the corner from guy. me, and we would go to his dad's house, and he would like play music, and we would jam and shit. And he, his dad was a fucking phenomenal musician. His dad was like a jazz musician or something. And there was just fucking, there was nothing in the house but instruments, just about, you know? Yeah. And so, so when, we would go over there and hang out. Yeah. So that. when Smashing Pumpkins needed a bass player, you were not on the list. He, he, <laughs> no, he didn't ask me. Um, yeah. But yeah. he, he knew right, he knew before he even put the band together, he knew he wanted a girl to be the bass player. That's what he said. So hmm. I was like, why? He's like, he just thought it would be cool, or I guess, I don't know, yeah. to have a girl as the bass player. That's what he wanted. And. <laughs> That's what he did. Yeah. So look at that. Wow. How about that? And there you have that, it. Yeah. And now, but and I guess. You know, I got another little, little I, factoid I, for you. About uh, Pete? I, Is this no, another Pete I, story? You know, one of our first bass players was in Rise Against. Okay. Yeah. We like to kind of razz the him me- a little bit, the, a little bit. The methadones? Right. Or, we yeah. kicked him out. No, what? Wait, wait. Okay. What's, yeah, yeah. Is, 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 we didn't kick him out. Is he currently? No, he's, he's awesome. I love Joe. Like, but we, like every once in a while, we will say, "Oh, you really messed up, Joe." Right. We'll, we'll stay with the methadones. Could have stayed. Yeah. No. And, and you left. He had to go on and get that rise against, against, rise against status. Yeah. yeah how, right. how dare he? How dare exactly. he? Exactly. He missed out. He did. <laughs> is he still in Rise Against? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, but it, it's it's kind of funny because. Every once in a while, like just thinking about it, it's just like I don't. We've known him forever, so it's kind of yeah, a, one of those things where it's just like I don't know. We don't we don't really think about it that much, but at the same time, when you do think when about I do it, see him like still, yeah, I see him here and there. Like a, a, a I don't think deal. much about it. I'm like that's just Joe. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I'm the same way. Yeah, he plays well, in a. It's band a too. funny story to tell, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So how long was he in the methadones for? Oh, probably it was a couple very, months or something. Yeah. <laughs> like not, he was starting not Rise Against at the same time, and he was going to like bounce back and forth. And it just, it, it, you know, you can't really do that. And when no. he got the plan that he did was just was to kind of go balls out and go on tour and all that. You know what I mean? So um, he did it. It's just kind of funny looking uh-huh. back at some of these things. Sometimes we're old now, you know. Like so, we're like looking back and just. You want to know any more war stories? If you want to spill them out, Dan. Well. <laughs> well, let me tell let you. Let me tell you, son. Going. Back in the day. No, actually, uh, I think that's that's all the stories we got. I just, the, the, the Billy well, we Corgan thing always makes just... me laugh. <laughs> to this day, it, it just tickles me. It, and we, we've kind of razzed you about that for years now, haven't we? Uh-huh. <laughs> he showed you, didn't he? He showed me. He did. That's for sure. Speaking of the past and history and things like that it's 15th anniversary a very yeah. important 15th anniversary yeah. should we yeah, talk yeah. about that record record vinyl yeah so <laughs> it's coming yeah we're... yes yeah and we're gonna talk about it right now all right <laughs> I, was there i was trying was there a was there a jimmy world record 15 years ago i was trying to think <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah, and, and Dan, you were talking about the the vinyl. I think before we started recording, or or we were talking about just vinyl in general. You know about we were yeah different sounds and how. And that's one thing I was thinking about on the way here is I never thought it would come down to like you're either streaming something or you're listening to it on vinyl. Yeah, I know. Same. It's yeah. the the CD is still around, but even. Just going back 10 years ago, the CDs still had more relevance, but 
20 years, I think, is what you were talking about. 20 years ago, the CD was. Yeah, that was a kind of reigning supreme, the CD. I, we still do sell CDs, and the, the thing that's nice about CDs is that they're they're pretty cheap to make. Yes. Where vinyl is not cheap to make. So I kind of like that part of it. That said, you know, it's on its way out, I think. You think Unless what? 20 years from now it comes back again, like vinyl did. Yeah. And my kids go, Dad, you got all these CDs in the basement. <laughs> I go, oh, yeah, I almost threw those out. And I'm like, you know, old and about ready to die or something. I wonder if so, it will. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But we said the same thing about vinyl, though. Yeah, that's we true. We thought vinyl was done and came back. So I yeah. do miss opening up a record and and looking at the lyrics. I got a... Oh, sorry. No, no, the, the artwork on the inside or seeing who produced it. Yeah. I mean, when you guys were kids, would you buy a record just from the cover? Because yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. I Absolutely. did it all the time. Absolutely. What what records? Can you think of one that comes well, to mind? Any Iron Maiden. Oh, Iron Maiden. Anything, really. I remember, like, I don't remember what. I was maybe 11 years old, and I was... And I ended up hating the record like crazy, like Sticks Paradise Theater. I there's something about it like just took my eye in, and I'm like, I remember that. I'm gonna buy that record, and so I did, and I brought it home. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> but the cover, it was awesome. It took me so in. You, if, you I don't know it. why. It's not even that. There was something that resonated me when I was ten or eleven or whenever age I was. It just kind of dragged me in, but. I, I really like those album covers from yeah. from when I was growing up. I think they're great. Like the you know, a lot of the the hard rock, like the like Pink Floyd had really great album covers. Even those like first like two Def Leppard albums, they're kind of cool looking. You know I what still I mean? Listen to those. those yeah, they're, those they're cool looking. Are the Scorpions amazing. right? They're, oh, the Scorpions had great record covers. Are, do you remember Love Drive? They I had do. to change the cover. Yeah, I do. But now or, it's like. But now the cover Another is band, now you can like see the original Rush, cover again. Right? Like you'd see those covers, you're like, yeah. what the what's going on? But you were fascinated. You would just kind of look at it. Fly by night had that big fucking owl. You had the big owl, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cool. I had all that shit. I was buying <laughs> records because of the cover, you know. Can you think of a record in particular though of a band that you had not heard of before, but you bought it just because of the the artwork? So not yeah, talking like Iron Maiden, yeah, Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden so, Slayer, the, yeah, uh, Hella Waits so by like Slayer. You had, I bought that just for the cover. You had not heard of I, Slayer. I heard of them. I okay, hadn't heard. But them. Had one song. Same with Iron Maiden. Like just saw the cover. It was like, what's that? You know. I mean, we're like, I was about twelve, maybe. You know. Yeah. Just thought it was cool looking. You know, and you know, and a lot of bands kind of. Even some of those like early, I don't know, like even like corrosion of conformity or the exploited oh, yeah. in those the animosity bands. Like, record cover. Yeah, That's like awesome. they they there was something even about those bands. Even I was like, what's this? Like it's just the the logo kind of drew you in. You know what I mean? Sabbath, mm -hmm. bloody Sabbath. Oh, the Black that Sabbath album albums so cool. were cool. Yeah, there was those were great. Like I would stare. I would, and you know what? The thing about Black Sabbath, you put that record on, you felt like you were doing something wrong, and it felt good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. Sabbath, Heaven and Hell Sabbath. is still one You're of my like, favorite albums ever. Yeah, it's good. Heaven and Hell it's is true so because Heaven Hell's great. Diary of a Madman or fuck Blizzard of Oz. That's a yeah. great album cover. It, it's same with uh, Diary of a Madman. You got yeah. the little kid going. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I fucking, you know. He's fucking all looking all. I don't know. I like that shit, though, you know? Yeah. That's great. I think Twisted Sister to get the big bone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stay hungry, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like Snyder with his giant yes. hair. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You go back and watch those videos, man. They're pretty badass. Mm -hmm. I like them. My kids watch those all yeah, the time. Yo, they so love my, Twisted Sister. My kids <laughs> actually like metal more than punk. Yeah, mine do too. So you're... So... Do did you kind of introduce them to metal then? Well, or? like I played in punk, like in in the, they were all right with it, but like when it, like metal, like my my <laughs> my daughter, like she's like, Dad, play Fast as a Shark by by except. <laughs> oh, that whole album's great. Oh, yeah, my God. that whole great. album is amazing. She asked for it constantly, and she runs around the table. <laughs> Fast as a shark, she's a killer on the attack. <laughs> runs around the table like, and they just. All time, like just they they love that song. I have to bust that one out for my yeah, kids. Yeah, you'll like it. See it's a good goes. one. My it, older it holds, son likes a lot up. of metal stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I'm, think like I was the same way when I was a kid. I like metal, and then like I like then punk kind of came like later, you know. It's um, it's interesting because I feel like that's backwards to how it is for a lot of young kids. It's probably, like yeah, it starts with punk, right, right? and then I just at least that's what how it was for the peers surrounding me in my life it was always like we all started on punk and then they went to metal and they oh. looked down upon the punk music like oh it was, uh, we did the uh, and i can tell you why that is too because like you know in like the northwest suburbs of chicago you know you had a couple record stores they didn't have a lot of like the underground stuff you got you got the mainstream metal stuff so you start off listening to, say, the Scorpions and Iron Maiden and stuff like that, right? And then there were a couple magazines. Hit Parader was one. You guys remember Hit Parader? Oh, Kerrang! Yeah. Circus. And they would have little ads in there that say, you know, I can remember seeing ads, and there was one. I'm, I'm, and now the, the label is escaping me for Metallica's first like, album. Like uh, Megaforce? Megaforce. Meg and or would Metal have Blade? Me um, yeah, and Metal Blade. They, so they would have like these little ads and Circus and Kerrang. And so you're at like the grocery store in the suburbs and you're going, well, who's that? That looks kind of. And again, you're you're drawn by the cover. So you go and you and you figure out where this record is. And then and I'm sure the, they have the same kind of thing going on. So you, you find the, the, the Metallica record. I'm blown away by it. Then I'm seeing that they're wearing Misfit shirts discharge that you know all this i'm like well what's that broken bones right i'm like well if these guys say it's cool i i guess i better listen to that so then i listen to misfits now i'm blown away now i'm listening to misfits now i'm listening to minor threat then minor threat and the dead kennedys and the, the whole and then all that opens up and then so it was all that before kind of going back into the uh the what we would define as maybe pop punk, right? Yeah. That's my trajectory. I think these guys have a similar one. But like I said, oh, I just exactly always really like. Exactly liked... the same. Thank Shout you. out to Thank Katie. You, Katie. Katie's I just awesome. really always like pop hooks, even yeah. when I like, you know, and I still like all that stuff. Like, yeah. I like a lot of that metal, but I always, I'm just a sucker for the hooks. Well, like and if you, you got the hook, I'm like really just like, yeah, you know. I want the hook first and then maybe the attitude and the sound like second. That being said, I mean, you know, a lot of those bands had 
I don't know. They they hooked me. I don't know. Maybe they they didn't hook other people. But Dan, kind of going back to what you were talking about yeah. with you know having those those pop hooks right. in your songs. Yeah. I mean, going back to the fifteenth anniversary of of this won't hurt. I mean that that record. You can listen to that record once, and there's going to be at least two songs, if not more songs, that are you can you can like hum to even though you're just listening to it for the first time you can yeah, start the that's the, always kind of been for the most part my favorite kind of music you know what i mean like stuff that like kind of when the song is over you're humming it for maybe even days you know it's just it just you're, you're singing it in your head you know i like stuff like that a lot i think that's kind of it's meaningful to me I, you know, everybody's different too. You know, like some people just might just want like a crazy arrangement or like, like this wild musicianship. But to me, it's just like, I want something that sticks with me after the song's over. And that's kind of always what I've, uh, what I've tried to strive for. And like just all my favorite bands have that for me. So I wanted to do that with our band. You don't have to be doing crazy, you know, crazy guitar licks and things like that to yeah, be but impressive. I don't knock it either, though, man. No. You know, I think it's got its place. Like, there's yeah. people that like it. And sometimes I do, too. Like, like the band No Means No. I think they're a pretty cool band. I like, I see them. I'm like, wow, man, this is just insane. The musicianship is insane. Like, is it the kind of record I'm going to play a lot? No. Is it, if I hear it once in a while, am I going to appreciate it and like it? Yeah, I do. I, I really do. I like all kinds of stuff. But just the stuff with, like, I don't know, big hooks has always kind of been my favorite. So whatever. For whatever reason, just how I'm built. And we were, talk all. we were talking about about album covers and cover art. Right. And right, right. do you remember the concept be behind This Won't Hurt? Yeah, we had uh, we were doing a video, and we have a guy that was shooting it. In the video, he had the the clock, and he put it there, and he like I, someone had the idea of lighting it on fire, but he got like a good shot of it, and it just it just we I don't know I just really liked it. It kind of I'm like oh it's kind of cool, and I, I think he and a bunch of us were like took a shot of something oh this won't hurt and then like, yeah that was the saying that they would and took say the drink you know and before then it, taking just, a shot. it it for whatever reason it that's just what became the that's probably where the, it came from. the name of the album so then okay. it just turned into it from that okay just from doing like a couple shots or whatever <laughs> and yeah. the clock i feel like does tie in well with some of the themes of the songs talking about are you i forget exactly how you can't remember the exact lyrics offhand, but talking about are you getting oh, older? Getting, getting older, yeah, yeah. That so was that twenty kinda... years ago too. So <laughs> think about how it is now. Yeah. Well, another thing I was thinking about when I was listening yeah. to "I Believe," yeah, the telephone line reference was just like, <laughs> do they have telephone lines anymore? Yeah. <laughs> and but I feel like that was there the... were cell phones at that time too, right? Uh, and they were common, but there were still landlines too. Yeah, show us. You'll you'll still you'll still see the wires running on the poles as you drive down the road. Right. Yeah, but are they telephone wires or are they electric wires? You know what I mean? Well, like... as a guy who did that for thirty years, <laughs> did you? Oh, I could tell you, you exactly tell me? what they are. Yeah. So are there still telephone? <laughs> yes. Are well, they used for anything? Yeah, they're used mostly for internet. for internet. Okay. 
I mean, there are, you know, a couple grandma and grandpas who still have a phone, but yeah. I think when I wrote speaking, the song, I wasn't like thinking about telephone wires versus electric no. wires. <laughs> to me, they were just telephone <laughs> wires. But and the the point of it was to send the message to right my loved one that yes. was far away through the telephone wire. Yes, great song. By Thank the way. you. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of the point of that. I and I love that song because it's unexpected when you're listening through the album, and then all of a sudden that song comes and you're like, "Oh, this is." Well, this I'm is glad nice. you like that because I did. yeah, I don't, we like doing that. I think I like doing that as uh, not only as a list uh, a listener of music, but as a musician as well. I, I just you know, there's a a set thing that I do. And that we do. And then every once in a while, just kind of like throwing in something maybe unexpected. Yeah. As long as the song's good. That's all. Right. That's, 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 what, that's, that's, what my, that's my rule. I, wanna, I want a good song first. And if it's unexpected, that's fine. But if, it's, if the song is just kind of okay and you're just trying to throw a curveball and it's not landing in the strike zone, fucking get rid of it. Yeah, exactly. That's my, that's my view on that. That's, that's how I am, too, because I'll listen to songs from different genres. And it'll just be a particular song. And I'm just going again, uh, again, going back to the hook. And I'm like, the hook in this song is incredible. Like, yeah. and I don't care if it's a metal song or a pop song. But it's, I'm also, you know, and not everybody's like this, but I think Simon is. I also really appreciate what's being said in a song. The older I get, the more I appreciate that element. When I was younger, I would just kind of like put on a record and I just like the vibe of a record. And it was written, it's still that way to this day. Like the music sucks me in first and then lyrics suck me in second. But the older I get, it's funny, it's starting to be right there, like side by side, where it used to be I wouldn't hear lyrics till like kind of long after the fact. And then I'd start hearing the lyrics and then it would either, either improve it, the song, a little bit, or it would detract a little bit. It would usually improve it though. Yeah. depending on it but now i hear i really hear words a lot now and where i didn't used to yeah it was kind of a those were kind of like an afterthought you know i was like oh this sounds cool doesn't even have to be like anything elaborate is this is, is it is, is it well put is together it, is, it, is the message getting through and if the message is getting through it's kind of like i feel like the song's just better instead of that's just, kind of the way I, I look at it now i didn't used to look at it that way when i was younger but i do now no, I, so I, I, I'm, I I'm changing a little bit in terms of, of that. Uh, well, that just means we'll be excited whenever a new Methadone's song or record gets released, you know? Yeah. So. Then, yeah, <laughs> if you have a great arrangement, a great hook, all that, you can say something simple and then that, all that melody and, and arrangement and it just gives it a different level of complexity too so yeah. I, I love that as well so yeah you know all right well yeah this, I, 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 this was a good conversation yeah i appreciate you having us this this has been fun and uh i really appreciate you guys yeah no thanks for the pizza yeah, yeah of course i hope i hope was it approved thumb thumbs up thumbs down yeah is it oh, okay that's good. Yeah, I've not, I don't know if I've had their frozen. Next pizza, time, bring some Northside's pizza. I, <laughs> hey, you tell me what you want. I'll bring it next time. Connie's but. and Home Run In. Those are the Southside yeah. staples. Yes, they. On are. the Northside, right. we don't have like something like that so much. You know, we'll do some I mean, we got, research. Like, Pete's or yeah, what's that? Vito and is that a Northside oh, thing? What's it 
Yeah, I was thinking Southside. <laughs> Thanks to the Methadones for being on Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. I had such a killer time talking with them before their show at Reggie's in Chicago earlier this month. Also, huge shout out to Katie Hovland uh, for setting up this interview. She's literally one of the sweetest publicists I've ever met. And I don't meet too many publicists in person. Um, So that was a nice treat. Most publicists I work with for the podcast, they don't live in Chicago. They live elsewhere, and they're usually not uh, in Chicago for anything. So that was an extra special treat. So thank you so much for Katie, or to Katie, for being so sweet. And then thank you for listening to Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm Jacques Lamore. I really enjoyed having a slice with you as always. Make sure you subscribe, follow, like, etc. on all the podcast and social media platforms. You can find us at all of them at Pop Punk Pizza Pod. That goes for our website, too, uh, poppunkpizzapod.com. You can shop some rad merch there and help us uh, keep the lights on and also become a patron for as little as $2 a month. That's all it costs to support the show, and it really does go a long way. Uh, Please take good care of yourself. Drink lots of water in this summer heat. Enjoy some good pizza somewhere, too. Try someplace new, and I'll talk with you soon. I love and appreciate you very much, all right? Take care. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza.